What yeah. is going on, everybody? This is Dr. Chris Featherstone here for the, another episode of Leasing of Raw. With he's already ready, he's already got his bouncy ready to rock and roll, ladies and gentlemen. This is this right here. This is the WrestleMania bouncy right here, ladies and gentlemen. This is WrestleMania style. Vince Russo, <laughs> are you ready for WrestleMania? This is the go home show of WrestleMania, Vince Russo. Chris, you know what? We get this lousy stuff. You know what cracks me up? What's that? For all the hours and hours and hours and hours people spend watching wrestling, they still can't determine a work from a shoot. Yeah. Including our boy Raju. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> People that think the Will Smith, Chris Rock gimmick was a work. Bro, what, what is wrong with you? What, 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 you let, let, let me just put it to you in simple terms. How does that benefit Will Smith being a work? Can, can somebody explain that to me? The guy went out there today, had to, had to apologize, apologize to Chris Rock felt really badly, was shedding tears, was totally embarrassed. You could see it through his uh, Oscar acceptance speech. How could anybody think that was a work? What what was there to gain? Guys, when, when you start talking work, shoot, you have to ask yourself, if it was a work, what is there to gain? So what 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 was there to gain for either one of these parties if this were a work? What people were going to be talking about them? Like Chris Rock and Will Smith need people talking about them, bro? It, it, it blows my mind, Chris, that people don't know what's real and what's fake. It's unbelievable to me, bro. Ruju says, I don't think it's a work. I just want to clickbait your thoughts. I here. think Rick Ruju, Ruju thing. And here's what's a shoot, bro. <laughs> you know so funny? You know what's so funny, Vince? Ruju. Ruju's funny. Ruju's funny. You picked the wrong vowels. You say Ra and Ru. You picked Ruju. And I'm telling Ruju, I'm trying to help Sports Kita, and I'm telling Ruju, bro, if Sports Kita wants to be a 100% legit, you got to cover baseball, bro. Baseball is huge, Raju, in the United States. It is huge, bro. Huge. How do you not cover baseball, bro? So how about how about they have you do a weekly show covering baseball? I've uh, pitched it, bro. I've pitched it. Just because they don't like baseball doesn't mean there aren't millions and millions and millions of people that like baseball. Bro, fantasy baseball is huge. I'm a fantasy, I'm a fantasy baseball champion, bro. Mm -hmm. Riju says noted. He says noted. Riju. All right. I'll slap you, Riju. How about that? (laughs) And I won't apologize. No, I love Riju. Riju's a cool dude. I love Riju. Riju's super cool, man. Riju is super cool. I'm just messing with Riju. <laughs> I I mess with people I love, but I there should be a baseball gimmick, Chris. Yes, I agree. I agree. Okay. There should be a baseball gimmick. Yes. Speaking of gimmicks, uh, speaking of enjoying things much more than raw, I was thinking, because uh, you know I'm a big Duke fan, basketball. 
And uh, Duke and North Carolina will be playing for the very first time in the tournament. Uh, and their storied rival, if, if you think of pro basketball, if you think of uh, college basketball rivals, you think of Duke versus North Carolina, the very first time in wow. tournament history they're playing against each other. I'm much more pumped about that. Saturday night is going to be really tough for me because as a journalist, I'm going to watch WrestleMania. But I probably won't pay attention to a lot of it because come 8.40 p.m. Eastern time, a big chunk of my attention will be uh, at uh, watching Duke versus North Carolina uh, in well, the final four. Chris, I will tell you this. I obviously then am not a journalist because I won't be watching <laughs> WrestleMania. Uh, if there's anything I need to read about or see after the fact, I certainly will. But if you think I'm going to sit in front of my TVs two straight days and watch WrestleMania, you are out of your mind. And I want to talk about something very interesting, Chris, and you've hit on this. Okay. Mm hmm. We saw the Seth. I saw the Seth Rollins Vince McMahon piece before the show, because I knew they recorded it earlier today, and it popped up on my YouTube stream, so I watched it. And you know, of course, bro, the whole the whole story being totally ridiculous with Vince saying, "Oh, oh, why did you jump through hoops? All you had to do was come to me." Uh, really, bro? Like that was like, terrible. Yeah, for as ridiculous <laughs> as all that was, here's the interesting thing. Vince McMahon saying, I'm going to pick your opponent. Okay. Now, Chris, you've hit upon this. And I told you, like, I, I don't think so. I just don't think so. And again, none of their storylines make sense. But if we want to talk about Vince McMahon handpicking an opponent, bro, who would Vince McMahon handpick? He wouldn't handpick Cody Rhodes. There would be no reason in the world. This was the guy he had doing Stardust. He would yeah. not handpick Cody Rhodes. Who he would handpick would be The Undertaker. Right. I, I mean, that that's if, if we're talking logic here, mm -hmm. that's who Vince would handpick. Never in a million years would Vince handpick Cody Rhodes. So it's, it's it's leading me to believe I know nothing they do makes sense, as we will see on tonight's show. But I, I got to say, bro, for Vince to say I'm going to pick your opponent, why in God's name would he pick Cody Rhodes? I'm going to tell you something. <clears throat> You're, what you said makes sense, although there's a big chance that it will be uh Cody Rhodes, but it just doesn't make sense. Right. Especially when Vince McMahon will be inducting The Undertaker, you know, just the, the night before. So but you know he's you know he's he's gonna do like the whole old school NWO. I've I've gotta kill it. You know, I'm I'm gonna kill it. If in the NWO killing spree, I would be the only entity to survive. So it might be him. It might be Vince. Might be, bro. Might be. It might be Vince versus Seth, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Everybody's waiting for Cody, and all of a sudden, Vince Russo Chris, comes out with the uh, tank top. Chris, can I say something else too? Absolutely. I was watching. Uh, you know, I was watching my YouTube the other day, and you know, I guess because of what I watch, certain clips come up. I guess it's kind of like the old TiVo. I think mm -hmm. so. <laughs> Here's the first thing I see. 
WWE divas with no makeup. They're all having a round circle discussion. Mm-hmm. And the thing that jumps out at me, two people, Bianca Belair and um, um, uh, Rhea Ripley. Mm-hmm. They jump out at me as oh, pretty without makeup. Beautiful, beautiful women, mm-hmm. but beautiful on the inside. The mm-hmm. stuff they were saying was so made me like them so much. Okay. So yeah, Bianca Belair being totally normal, totally mm-hmm. down to earth, totally beautiful. Rhea Ripley talking about cutting herself and what she went through really made me root for her. And then, bro, on the other side of the coin, the heels kind of create themselves. I got to be honest with you, bro, as I'm watching this to me, Carmella and Dana Brooke are not likable. There's no, I didn't like them. There's nothing I liked about them as human beings. Yeah. Bianca and, and Rhea Ripley. So then, bro, you know, it goes from one video into the next. Here's the mm-hmm. next video I, I watch. My son's a WWE superstar. Mm-hmm. And who is it, bro? It's Seth, Seth Rollins. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I'm watching this, and I'm like, "Wait a minute, I I like this guy. I I, I would I I would I would be behind this guy. I would support this guy." Then, bro, the next one, Kevin Owens and mom and dad, and I'm like, "Okay, I I get it now. His dad brought him the WrestleMania 11 tape. Uh, now I understand and actually like Kevin Owens." Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, bro, what I get on TV are, are are the same people that are so unreal, yeah. so unbelievable. They're not human beings. I don't relate to them in any way whatsoever. And I'm sitting here as the former head writer of Raw, and I'm like, bro, what is so difficult? Like what, what with, with what are you guys missing? If Vince Russo is there, I'm sitting down with Rhea Ripley. I'm having that conversation. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting down with Bianca. We're having that conversation. Seth Rollins, and I'm seeing who's really a baby face at heart, who's really a heel at heart. Bro, I'll be honest with you. You you watch that little YouTube thing, Carmella and uh Corey. You mm-hmm. can't stand either one of them. Like Correct. you literally, you don't like these people. Mm-hmm. I don't understand it, Chris. I I don't understand. It. I genuinely cared about these people, but mm-hmm. yet I tune into the show. I could give two craps. Agreed. Yep. Why is that? You're the psychologist. Tell me why that is, bro. Please. Well, it boils down to Vince wanting just complete control over the brand and not really transitioning real from that reality uh, base that can really uh, keep the crowd and, and make the crowd buy into what's going on. Instead, it's like, hey, you know, I've got some type of fix of who I want a character to be. Let's recycle and, and dig into, you know, some type of bag of characters and again, it boils down to the interest that they're making the money, they're they're getting the revenue, the you know the most revenue they ever had. 
So what happens is they look at Rhea Ripley, they look at Seth Rollins as some, you know, I don't know, visionary, whatever character he is. Because, you know, it's so funny that you say that because I watched Austin's uh, interview. I watched him on the Austin interview. Same way. Very likable guy. Very good interview. I was super interested in his story. And it's interesting because, like, I don't, I'm not a big fan of, like, I, I love this uh, Austin, the Broken Skull Sessions. I love when he um, interviews the old school guys. But I'm not really big into him interviewing, like, the newer people. Bailey's was okay. I haven't even – I've heard about Becky Lynch and saw clips. I just – I'm not really interested in that because they're still – they still have to somehow stay in kayfabe. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, stay stay yeah. in character. But Rollins, though, I really enjoyed Rollins' interview. Like, it was it was really nice. And I was like, that's the stuff, Rollins, that we need. Uh, it was just no nonsense to Vince. He was talking about how he stands up to Vince and things like that and how how he basically earned that spot to stand up against Vince. And he he one time he wanted to fight him. He got so upset. He got really enraged at Vince. And, he you know, Vince respects him in, in that way. But I was looking at stuff like that. I'm like, see, that's the stuff – that kind of stuff that we need. I, I still think at the end of the day, from a psychological standpoint, Vince, it's still a, a big character fest. You know, that's the old school wrestling feel. It's just a big, a, a big circus of characters. The problem with that is I don't have necessarily have an issue with that. If the characters are written in the standpoint that it's riveting television. We don't have that. There's the, right. the stories are just not there. Characters without stories, it's just a circus. Like I'm I'm watching some bumbling circus, you know, yeah. every week. Yeah. Yeah. Symphony with the 499 super chat, bro. What would make me watch WrestleMania is Vince McMahon versus Shane McMahon. And if Vince was as, as smart as he was, he would book that. I don't disagree with you. And let's add on top of that, if Shane wins, he gets the company. Ooh, I'm all for that, nice. man. I'm all for that. I'm all for that, Symphony. Yes, thanks. We got Ralph with the 999 Super Chat, bro. Austin video package was good. You guys think they should keep Manias two nights or back to one? I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of the two nights, bro. Like, come on, you, 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 <laughs> you're lucky if you gave me to watch one night now. But I did say this because I did do a show about this today on Russo's brand, bro. Listen, I don't know their finances, Chris. So if financially they are making out, making it two nights, I understand that. But also, bro, just like Monday Night Raw going from two hours to three, bro. In my in my opinion, they bastardized the brand. That, that is my opinion. I'm, I'm not saying you're not making money. You're not making more money, but you have bastardized WrestleMania. Bro, we don't yeah. watch the Super Bowl, uh, uh, Chris, and, and the first half is on Saturday and the second half is on Sunday. You know how yeah. ridiculous that is? Like, yeah, Stan on, Stanley bro. Cup finals. Same way, Stanley Cup yes. finals. But like yeah. I said, like I said, if dollars and cents, they're making more money that way, they're going to do it, but I really feel it's hurt the brand. Yeah, I agree, Vince. I just it just feels like today they were just throwing in matches. Yeah, like you yep. got the new day versus, and it was supposed to be a six man match. And even still, with the six man of Big E was available, I still wouldn't care about that match. Like all of these, it just feels like 
a glorified SmackDown versus Raw joint show for one night. Like that's yeah. that's it has that feel, like it has zero type of WrestleMania feel to it. It's just it's sad. It's it's sad to see. And and the purpose was this show. This go home show was just. I mean, this is the last Raw before Mania events, and yeah. this was just horrible. Let's get into Brock Lesnar cutting a promo. You can tell that he after a while, like he he got into the what thing that was cool. He was just kind of, you know, just kind of doing it um, uh, freestyle, seemingly. Uh, but it seems like he kind of start beating himself up. From what I notice, I you know I look at things from a psychological lens, and I was just knowing, I was just noticing some nuances that he was having in his face, and it seemed like the the last third of his promo. He got really upset with himself because it seems like he lost the crowd. You know, what I mean, he kind of said in the very beginning, like, I won't ever say that again as far as the Monday Night Raw. But then he started talking. He he went from like cowboy Brock to like UFC Brock in like uh half of his promo. And then toward the end, it, it just there was no reaction. And then he was just like, whatever. Like it just yeah, seemed well- like that was like. Chris, you you are so right. And again, bro, you you got to look at, okay, bro, what's the allotted time that they're giving him that he's got to fill? Because Chris, at the end of the day, less is more. The right. more a promo goes on, the less effective it's going to be. And it's funny, bro, because when this promo started off, he was having a lot of fun. He even brought up the fact like they had Paul Heyman talking to me for how many years? Like he was really having a lot of fun in his own skin. But Mm. then, bro, when you've got to fill so many minutes, what's it going to turn into, bro? It's going to turn into the typical wrestling promo that we've heard a million times before. But I got to say this, bro. The one thing that stood out to me with, you know, especially the opening of his promo and then Roman Reigns' promo. You mean to mm-hmm. tell me, bro, it took over a decade to, to realize that these two guys can cut their own promos? Like, it, it, it took – I don't I don't forget Roman Reigns saying suckering succotash. And, and mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't remember I, – I don't forget Brock Lesnar sitting – standing there when Heyman's cutting the same promo for 10 straight years. It took them this long to figure out that these guys are capable of cutting a good promo, bro. Yeah. How's that happen, Chris? I, I think what well Brock used to be notorious for cutting bad promos. Uh there was a couple promos that he cut was that was decent. He cut a decent promo uh before the Eddie Guerrero stuff. Um, you know, when he was feuding against uh Guerrero. Um it, you know, it could be offensive nowadays, but it was it was pretty it was pretty funny. Um, but yeah, it was that. And then the there was a couple times where he cut decent promos, but he would just Brock would not cut good promos. Like he, I mean, it was one time he was he cut a promo. They were backstage, or they might have been in a ring. I forgot what it was, but he was like, "Paul, say something stupid." And like, like it was just one of those like. We're live, pal. When Sid, you know, cut, cut his promo with Jr. It was just, you know, it was just like, what? You know, I mean, what are you talking about? Uh, so I think now he's just more in his, his. He's just more in his lane. He's just having fun, man. Like you yeah. can just tell Brock is just having fun. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And with with yeah. with Roman, 
you could just tell that he's finally getting into his groove because uh, he would have some moments where like it was tough. You know, he wasn't really getting in his groove. Uh, but I think now since he's not split, since the the uh, the, the, the chair and the, you know, uh, booze aren't split, he's just he's a heel now, bonafide heel. He's just kind of looser. Like he's yeah. kind of looser in his lane. And I think he blew Brock out the water today as far as his promo, you know, his, his promo versus Brock. I think he I think he hit a, at least a triple. Speaking of your baseball, I think he at least, hit, at least hit a triple tonight with his promo. And, bro, that's the that's the thing to me. Listen, I, I'm going to be honest with you. It, it, listen, I want to make this clear to people listening to this show and listening to me. Bro, if you're excited about WrestleMania, God bless you. If you're going to sit there for two nights and there's – eight matches you're interested in god bless you bro we all know in this day and age if there's something you enjoy enjoy it really bro enjoy it but when i look at this whole thing he, he, here here's the problem i have to me there's only one match that means anything and that one match that means anything is 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 uh um brock and the uh, roman reigns mm-hmm. so when you look at that match also okay the bottom line is it doesn't make any sense whatsoever for Brock to go over. So it makes all the sense in the world that Reigns is going to win this match. So if you know that, what are you watching? Like, you know, like what, what do you want? What am I watching? They, Bra- yeah. Reigns has to go over or else they don't know what they're doing. So if that's the only match with any meat and you know the outcome, I'm going to sit there two nights and watch what? Yeah. And, then, and I and then agree with that. Go ahead, Chris. No, yeah. go ahead. Uh, I, I agree with that because when I think of, you know, we've talked about this before when it comes to that prize fighting feel, if the main event is big and huge enough, the undercard is just a part of the the program, right? That's that's how boxing works. That's how UFC works. You know, what I mean, with MMA, if the if the main event is so big, the undercard is just kind of part of the play, the part of part of the night. But at the, the problem is, you got to make the main event absolutely major, all right, mm-hmm. for us to be, buy into the main event to get the undercard, but. With Brock and Roman, we've already seen this twice before at Mania. This is the third time that they've been fought at Mania. So this isn't nothing different. This isn't nothing new. You know, Roman's the heel this time, sure. But at the same time, it's just like it doesn't have any type of really major fresh feel or not, a, not fresh enough for us to really get excited about it. And so I just... That, that that main event isn't enough for a two night card for us to buy into the other the undercard as well. Bro, the, the appeal of WrestleMania used to be it used to be kind of twofold, bro. They used to have these matches, you know, Hogan Andre, uh, mm-hmm. you know, a uh, Hogan Warrior, you know, mm-hmm. Warrior Savage. They mm-hmm. used to have these matches, and there were two things happened. Number one, you really didn't know the outcome. That's number one. And number two, how were they going to do it? That's what you cared about. How are they going to get out of Hulk versus Andre? How are they going to book this? Those were the two main draws. 
with this, bro, it's like, okay, we've done this twice before. I really don't care to begin with. And logically, Roman should go over. So yeah. I, I'm missing all of the elements of who they're going to put over and how yeah. are they going to put them over. I'm missing those elements, bro. That's why I think I, I paid attention to the nuance that Roman Reigns said uh, during his interview. He was like, uh, man, it just it, it just irks me or whatever. I'm paraphrasing. It, it irks me that I've never beat Brock at WrestleMania. You know what I mean? I'm like, that's the angle. Like, right, like right. that's what we're that's what we're getting out of this. That you never beat Brock out of May. Oh yeah, that that's going to carry a whole weekend full of uh, undercard matches that you never beat Brock at Mania. So, right, I agree. Roman should go over hundred uh, percent, but I, I'm just not confident enough that they'll allow that to happen. They should. There's no reason why they should not. Um, but we we shall see. The Miz cuts an in-ring promo. Uh, uh, so they are hyping up this tag match, uh, the celebrity deal. And so they do wrote, They do a straight-up Rey Mysterio versus The Miz match. Like, it's, we're, we're getting several incarnations of this match before we get to the match at WrestleMania. And not only are you getting that, Chris, here's what's worse than that. The babies are up. Yeah, yeah, I was the, thinking the babies. The, are, the babies are up in every one of these. So why am I watching WrestleMania, bro? You had here the babies were up, the heels yeah. were down, and bro, I had I made a note, man. You talk about I, I love to watch. You, you ever watch that botchamania stuff? And it's always <laughs> AEW with these missed. Horrible botches. I need bro. to ca- I need to catch up on it, man. I I oh, I, 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 I dip in botchamania probably a couple of times a year. It's probably been a year or so, or maybe but the, the worst tonight was like Dominic completely missed a drop. I kick saw to that, mi- and this still took the bump, bro. You can't take that. the bump. Was, you, and he spit too, doing, bro. <laughs> like, you, you can't yeah. do that. But yeah, bro, we, we're gonna see from this match going forward. Babies up, babies up, babies up, which blows my mind. Yeah, I agree. I agree 100%. Shout out to Tiffany once again uh, with another super chat. Thanks, nice. Vince, for leading me to Dr. Chris Featherstone. He is such a cool and smart yes. guy. Yes. And I love the chemistry you guys have. Greetings from Germany very early in the morning. Very That's nice. Awesome. Thank you. Very Thank nice. You. Thank you, bro. Thank you. Very nice. Thank you very much. Uh <laughs> Well, we love Vera Mahan, right? So they finally yes. give a date. Well, he's uh, WWE already announced the date before, um, and he'll be he'll be here next week. There's there's a big part of events that feels that they're just going to come and he's going to come and they're just going to rip him right out the gate, man. I really it's going to be like the bushwhacker, the bushwhacker <laughs> Royal Rumble entrance. Is that what you think yeah. it's going to be? <laughs> I think they're going to rip him right out the gate, uh, man. Like yeah. what out of, out of Raw's current setup, you know, as far as how they're booking things and how just awful it's been booking wise, where does he, integrate where, where does he go what, what where would you use him and i think either they're going to rip him off the gate or they're just going to have him 
defeat some Jay Brown or some person who they barely use. Like they'll probably make, you know, Apollo Cruz a heel again and have him beat, you know, I swear to God, you know, it would get this guy over huge, bro. First of all, he's going to get it up. He's going to get a pop because this whole thing has been a rip. Okay. <laughs> I swear to God, bro. I would have him go out there, wrestle whoever, you know, yeah. I mean, get, give them a win, whatever they're going to do. Yeah. Then the following week, bro, I would start. I would start the vignettes. Veer Mahan returns and do that for another three. I'm t- bro. I'm telling you, that would get him over. Like literally, that would get the guy over. But bro, I mean, yeah. What what else can they do with as long as they promote? What what else can they possibly do, bro? And even and even. To that, to that point, Vince, what you do is you have him beat the heel, right? He, you know, he doesn't. People aren't really going to celebrate with him, but if they do, that's that's a bonus. But if they don't, like he 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 celebrates. He walks out the ring. He go. They they do the whole shot. They they he goes into the back. Right, lights go off. The big sign on the big Tron says. Veer, Veer Mahana returns April 11th. So you just yeah. date everything. <laughs> yes, yes. I'm telling you, bro. I'm telling you, that's hysterical. To me. That is hysterical. Yes. Uh, we get the Seth Rollins summoned by Vince McMahon uh, segment. Uh, he had to wait over two hours uh, just for uh, Vince to not notice he was there, <laughs> although he was a Joker type deal. And then the first thing you hear from Vince was emasculating Seth Rollins by saying, get off my table. Yeah, And bro, here's the thing. As I'm watching, I just got off watching Seth and his parents and I like this guy and he, they had wrestling buddies when they were kids and the whole nine yards. So now I'm mm-hmm. seeing the character and this is what I'm saying, bro. Seth is totally committing to the bit. Those outfits, mm-hmm. bro, that Seth is wearing every week and people, I don't know if people understand this or not. Guys, they pay for their own gear. WWE is not buying them their gear. They pay for that gear. So Seth is spending a lot of money on his wardrobe, so he's committing to the bit. I give him credit for that. But as I'm watching this character with the laugh and the dress and it, there's no appeal for me. There, There's just nothing there. I mean, to be honest with you, the character to me just comes across as annoying. I mean, yeah. it's, it's it's just a very annoying character. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't see know, it doesn't scream main event for me either. Like no, it, it does, no. it doesn't scream main event no, for me. No, no, no. Good point, bro. Very good point. Thank you. So Almas defeats the Viking Raiders by countouts. Uh, he gets interviewed in the ring, and what? A lack what the that's we were talking about this on the writing with Russo about who's going to come first mm-hmm. and what an anticlimactical return you've been out for two months people didn't think that you would come back before WrestleMania. No MVP, so you just turn full babyface mode just because mm-hmm. Omos called someone. I, please, Vince, 
Please, Vince, please give me one, why the, how this makes sense in your head, and if it doesn't, please explain. Two, why would you have Lassie come back at the go-home show for WrestleMania in a, in a terrible anticlimactical way? Well, see, bro, here's the thing, and none of this is rocket science, guys. And every time I come on this show, it's off the top of my head. I'm not writing stuff down. First of all, bro, let me point out again, at the end of this segment, baby's up. Yep. Lashley was up, almost bailed at the end of this segment. Yep. Now, Chris, the proper way to do that is go back a couple of weeks and tell the story about he's trying to he wants to be at wrestlemania and he's training and doctors are telling him you're not giving enough time family's involved we really don't want you then you know interview him the week before i'm ready i'm gonna be there uh never never mind what they say i'm at 100 percent blah 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 mm -hmm. let him talk about what the injury was then you return him tonight and immediately almost goes after the injury and hurts Lashley. Mm. That's how you do it, bro. Not the guy coming back fresh as a daisy, ready to go. Nothing about the injury, nothing about rehabilitation, yeah. nothing about how long he really should have been out. None of that. None of yeah. that. And like I said, bro, we talk about it every week. Everything is an oversight because they're, they're writing the show the day of. So. Yeah, I think that's a fantastic point, Vince, because that's how Triple H ended up turning babyface. He was a heel before his, you know, return in 2002. He was doing the whole two power trip thing with him and Austin, and he got injured in the tag match with uh, Benoit and Jericho, and that went from getting injured there to returning, you know, right before the Royal Rumble, being out doing segments, doing rehab. A whole like James Andrews, Dr. James Andrews. They did yep. the whole thing, you know, with Triple H. And they announced that he was returning. And as soon as that guitar strum, like the, the crowd went in, erupted because they had buy in vents. They were set there the, the whole time. Set yes, the table. yes. Set the tables. Set the table. Yep. We've said that a million times on this show, bro. A million yep. times. Sure do. Yep. And and you could have done the same thing. Yes, it would have been shortened. But a two-month build of building Lashley, again, would have turned him to a baby face that way. But there's no rhyme or reason. He was as heel as a heel could get with MVP Feuding yeah. against Lesnar before he left at Royal Rumble. Now he's a baby face. And I was even seeing people boo him because they're like, wait, like, aren't we supposed to? How are, why do we like, what? It just, it was terrible. The return pop wasn't even good, you know? And it just, that's, that's unfortunate. Uh, next we have a 24-7 segment and Dana Brooke and Tamita, they both get proposed to Vince. Bro, we, we gotta you... stop. We, we gotta stop talking about these. Like, what? Wh wh why? Why are we even talking about? Like, we we need to just go right past these, bro. What? Why? Why are we talking about these? 
what, what, yeah. what what are we doing with this stupid 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 thing bro i've i've got nothing man <laughs> I, I don't let's go on the roman reigns promo yeah roman reigns with the bloodline cuts the promo and uh yeah so like i said i, I think this was i think he hit a triple here man I, I you know i'll put baseball over your your love for baseball over here man it wasn't a home run for me but i think it was a triple i i it seemed like he was really in the groove it seemed like he yeah. was very loose and and, and comfortable and yes. I, I liked it, man. I think he did. I think he did. Very well. poised, bro. He owned that ring. He owned those people. He's going to say something when he wants to say it. Very, mm. very, very poised and relaxed. Very, very comfortable. Because yeah. I, I don't watch SmackDown, bro. So mm. I'm seeing a lot of these guys like for the first time. And yeah, bro, he owned the ring. He owned the yeah. ring. Yeah, I like the uh, I like the freestyle, I like the uh, off the cuff on the fly. You know, if you say if you want me again, I'm gonna smash each and every one of y'all like yeah. I would smash Steve Austin. You know what I mean? Like just that confidence you can just yep. you can see in Roman Reigns, and to me that's what sticks him out more. That to me that's why SmackDown's the A show. I, I I like SmackDown actually. It's it's actually my favorite televised show. Um, and, and in pro wrestling, I give it about a good solid uh, B to B. Yeah, B. I, I give it a solid B just from a weekly standpoint. Um, and everybody, everything else is either from C to F to me. But to me, it's like SmackDowns because Roman Reigns sticks out. Like he's yeah. he's the he he's the only really larger in life other than Brock, but he's the only larger in life wrestler that pro wrestling has right bro now. i gotta i gotta tell you and I, I can't bro i can't think like them anymore i i don't think like them at all anymore but i'm gonna tell you what i would do and this mm -hmm. is what they should do he, he he's gotta obviously he's gotta go over lesnar he's mm -hmm. gotta keep winning bro unfortunately i i don't know if they really have guys that mean anything to feed him because nobody means anything but they got to try to figure that out. But then, bro, I would definitely, 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 whatever it's going to cost me to get that Rock match. Okay, bro? Yep. Bro, Rock would put him over because they're family. Mm -hmm. Bro, if you – that's where you think the streak is ending. You know it. Rock's going to be – you know, Rock's going to be Roman Reigns. That's where it's going to end. Bro, you put Roman Reigns over Rock. Now, like, holy crap. Now you got to turn him babyface. Now you've got Hulk Hogan all over again. I mean, that's what you've got, bro. That's the way I would do it. It's, it, it's set up. Like I said, bro, the only flaw in that plan is who means anything for him to beat after Brock Lesnar? Who means anything? My my theory, Vince, and this is what they should do. I think is that uh, they should have him win the keep the title. I think it, he's a heel, and I think that there's there can they can just continue to feed him people for the next you know seven months or so, eight months. I think that what they should do is that they should have uh, Roman Drew uh, till the beginning of 2023. And they should have Roman Drew at the Royal Rumble. 
and the rock you know inter- interrupts you know roman reign interferes roman reigns and i think he loses this match he loses a streak at the royal rumble next year against drew and i don't want to see reigns versus rock uh title title match i don't i don't want to see that for the title i, I just don't see that i don't I, I mean you know rock is only there for a blip like you know that the rock's not going to win the championship to me it just doesn't seem like realistic in any way and so i think you take the title off for of reigns you do reigns rock non-title at uh at mania and cali next year and you'll probably put rock in the hall of fame i think they should do that since he's from cali too so yeah, I, I think I think it should happen, but non-title though. What what do you think? Should it be for the title? I think so. Why for the title though? Because that 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 would be the point that, bro. Listen, if I love Drew, and I followed what they've done with Drew, Drew don't book the territory. Okay, bro. Drew just shows up for work and does what they tell Drew to do. When I look at what they've done with Drew beating Roman Reigns, bro, that takes so much luster off of Reigns. At this point, bro, to me, there is nobody left in that company that can shine his shoes because of the way they've built him. It's got to be a larger than – it's got to be, bro. To, to me, that, that is just my opinion. They definitely have built him way beyond any other full-time yes. wrestler in the yes. business. I mean, yes. way beyond them. Yeah, absolutely. Do you, think that they, do you think that they can, with these next eight months, from now into the Rumble next year, it's eight months, do you think that they could – well, I guess – <laughs> I guess the answer would be no as of now, how they booked Drew tonight. To your point, because they booked them terribly tonight. Right. But do you think they could in the next eight months revive Drew to be a dominant baby face? I don't, yeah. bro. It has I, nothing to do with Drew. I don't. I, can I see just that, don't, bro. Yeah. I don't. I and who else is there, bro? Who who, who else? There's nobody there? else. Lashley. No. I, I, no. Almost. Almost is gonna beat him. No, almost beats uh, Reigns. No, that's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with you, man. I, there's nobody, there's nobody else that, especially on SmackDown, that is a a, a matchable enough babyface to do that. But I, th- I think Drew is the closest. But if he's the top babyface that's closest to dethroning Reigns, that's – Unfortunately, that's that's not saying much because the way I mean, the way that they're booking Drew is so below reigns. Yeah, that you, I agree, it would lose this, it would lose luster leading into Rock and 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 reigns. Yeah, you 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 you're taking reigns down a whole lot of pegs, bro. So if Rock beats so so if reigns beats Rock at Mania and stays heel next year. Still, though, I mean, even if you beat Rock, even if but Rock that's, gives Reigns that's the road, when that's, that's when he when, turns. Well, yeah, and bro, that's when they need to be making people <laughs> like yes. they need to, we're, we're, give, we're giving them a year. You've got yes. whether it's Braun Breaker, whoever, whoever you have in any, whatever it is, whatever yeah. it is, whether you know you're gonna get Wardlow 
in, in six months. What whatever it is, you've got to start. You have to people, bro. <laughs> I agree with you hundred percent. You have to, man. You yeah. have to. Because right now, there's nobody. Zero person. Zero, bro. Chris, we that... were always building people. Always, yeah. always, always. Oh, bro. When, 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 when this, when the story was Austin, when the story was Rock, we're building Kane. Like you're, you're always building somebody, bro. Where you know that's the next threat. You know it, bro. Agreed. Yeah, I, I kind of think that. The next person who wins the Money in the Bank match will be the one to dethrone uh, Reigns. I think that they would do that. Which I actually, I actually, okay. What do you think about this scenario? Because this these scenarios are much uh, more interesting than, uh, than than the show tonight. What do you think about somebody, a babyface, wins the? Money in the bank. Say it's Drew, because I, I really can't think of any other babyface even close to Reigns right now, uh, besides Drew. Drew wins the Money in the Bank. He's never won. He's never won Money in the Bank before. So he wins Money in the Bank, and that's in July, I believe. And so basically, he still, you know, they're they're still building him as a babyface. He doesn't have to be involved with Reigns at all. So if you do Reigns versus Rocket Mania, you can do at the end uh, of Mania next year. You have Rock. You have you have Reigns beat Rock. Reigns celebrate, turns around, boom! Rock bottoms him, right? And then Drew comes out at the end, and he de- and he cashes it in and dethrones Reigns at the end. He, the baby face gets the the, the, the big you, pop you, at the you, end, you, and he gets done, the money in the bank pop too. You've you've done too much damage. You done you done too, bro. The only other person they got in their back pocket, okay, bro. If we talk about if we talk about Reigns going over the rock, mm-hmm. and now there's nobody that can beat him. Now he's unbeatable. Then you got to make the baby face turn. And then, bro, what you've got deep, deep in that heel pocket is a heel John Cena. <laughs> you, you see what? Bro, bro, what is they, your title? Bro, <laughs> they're going to have to go to new looks like that. Chris, I'm telling you, they, look, wow. look at the roster. There's nobody there, bro. Nobody. No, even when they- you, bro, even when you talk about when you talk about building building Drew wins money in the bank, then they build Drew. Yeah, build them how? <laughs> Who's Drew McIntyre going to be? Happy Corbin? See, I would have I would have Drew Cena at SummerSlam. I would have even if you're not doing heel Cena would be pretty cool against Drew at SummerSlam. I think I think heel Cena would be a good way to build Drew. And I think you know, you you got to just throw like that's the way to use the legends. You got to if you really want to build him as a babyface, you got to throw the legends at him. You got to throw Cena at him. You got to make you you know, Brock loses, you know, at at, at Mania this year. He comes back, he's on a terror, you know, he turns baby he turns heel again. You throw you you throw uh, Brock at him and build him up that way. 
you got to keep throwing. Throw Batista at him. Let, let, let him go Throw Batista, Batista at him. Absolutely, 100%. Oh, you've, got, you've got nothing else. There is nothing else, bro. Nothing. I 100% agree. I like, I like that. I like I like My Batista's God, bro, if, you got, if, if you've got to get Jericho, if Jericho's contract, I'm, throw I'm, freaking I'm, Jericho at him, I'm, bro. I'm game. You, I'm game. Throw Cody else. at him. Throw Cody at him. There's nothing yeah. else. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, uh, there you go. Edge, edge is with yeah, this throw Blue edge Hill at thing. Him. Yes. Throw edge at him. Yeah, throw absolutely. edge at him. You've got to do that, though, Vince. Like to to you make to. him, you got to keep throwing those names at him to make him, yep. you know, to to make him build him up like that. Yeah. Uh, Purple Bond, Seon, San Christopher Vince. You guys have to agree promo wise. This was a good raw. At least build some of the matches, right? <laughs> promo wise. Um, not the Mrs. Yeah. Not Lesnar's. Yeah, Purple Bond. <laughs> I got to be honest with you. They they did, bro. They used to call it back in the day, Purple Bond. In the wrestling business, it's called you got to talk them into the building. That's what it's called. Yeah. Talk them into the building, bro. Make them buy a ticket. That's you know Jerry Lawler used to talk them into the building. Purple Bond, thank you for the uh, $5. With all due respect, bro, No, nobody walked me in the building. Nobody walked me in the neighborhood. Nobody walked me in the state. Nobody walked me in the United States. No, bro, No, nobody walked me into the arena tonight. I'm sorry. Chris, you? I, I mean, Chris, after tonight, was there any match you wanted to see more? Did somebody talk you into the building? No. No, I'm not not. So, it. I not would love to hear what what was that dude's name? Uh, purple Bond. What, what purple? What 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 walked you into the building tonight? Yeah, like what yeah, what what course. do you want to watch based on a promo tonight? Was it the yeah. backstage between Carmella and, and Vega and Shayna Baszler with the Ace of Spades and Ace of Hearts? Did that make yeah. you want to see the woman's yeah. match? <laughs> Speaking of promos. Uh, <laughs> Are we going to get a Steiner math promo? How about oh, the Steiner's bro, going into the Hall of Fame? Bro, they cannot give that guy a live mic. Because, bro, no matter what Vince threatens with, it won't. Yeah. Well, the only thing is the the, the, the nephew. That's the only yeah, thing, bro. Ron, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Steiner is not going to do anything to screw up his his nephew. Think, that's that's the Braun, only thing. Yep. I think I think Braun Breaker is the reason why the Steiners are the Hall of Fame. Because, Absolutely, because yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's no yeah. way there's no way Steiner's going to go into business because they'll no. take it out on the kid. There's no way. Yep. Sure will. Sure will. Braun is the reason why Vince is comfortable with inducting them. And yeah. comfortable with getting Steiner alive, Mike, because his nephew's at the top of NFC yes. right now. I mean, Dolph Ziggler is a champ, but he'll he'll he's going to be Dolph Ziggler and be two time champ. He is the face of NXT right now, yeah. Um, as far as baby face, the top baby face, and he, you know, he doesn't want his nephew to. He's like he's not going to go, you know, the no. business for himself. No, <laughs> so. no, he he wouldn't do that. He wouldn't. Do yeah. That. I wonder who's going. Maybe Braun Breaker entered, uh, inducts them in the Hall of Fame. You who you think's going to induct them? That'd be pretty cool. That would be pretty, yeah. bro. They they, they got to change that name. What a horrible yeah, name! Uh, horrible. Yeah. I mean, my God, bro, horrible name. You know, it'd be cool. Like if they, um, you know, his, you know, he he's he, his name's Bronson Steiner. You know what I mean? So. 
great. It'd be cool because <laughs> yeah, I like I like it. It's, it sounds better than Braun Breaker. With it would be cool if like the Steiners because uh, if uh, NXT's pay per view their their big thing is like stand, stand and deliver is like twelve or one or something like that Eastern, which is weird to me because it's going to be NXT's big event and then Saturday Mania, which is which is odd. But the main event is Braun Breaker versus Dolph Ziggler. Would be cool if the Steiners came out. And then Braun Breaker came out before, I mean, after them. And then all of a sudden, like they change, um, uh, they, they changed the name from Braun Breaker and they, and it automatically on the Tron changes to Bronson Steiner. I mean, and, I like and that. Just, yeah, I like that. Coming, coming, that coming April 11th. Coming April 11th. Yes. <laughs> Bronson Steiner versus Veer. Yeah. I love that. I love that. I love that. Yeah. Uh yeah, so next we have um just the, the you know the eight man um the babies win. Like you said, babies babies getting the advantage. Babies up there. babies up. Yeah. yeah. Steve Austin uh video package. I mean WWE is just phenomenal with cutting. Oh yeah, that, that's a whole different department. The whole yeah. <laughs> it's a whole different entity department. I know how hard those guys work. I always had great relationships with them. That it's a totally different entity, bro. They do a phenomenal job. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh so, uh Purple Bonds, $20 super chat. Roman had a good promo. Brock had a good promo. Edge had a good promo. Becky Lynch getting a haircut and saying three words intrigues me. Guys, I know it's not a perfect mania, but this but this be pumped up for many at least. I'm, and I'm glad. I mean, Purple, honestly, bro, I, I am glad for you that you are pumped up and looking forward to this. I personally am looking for my forward to my fantasy baseball draft on Sunday. I'm pumped for that. But I'm I'm glad that you're excited. I'm just saying from for me personally, none of that did anything for me on tonight's show. And 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 again, Bianca Belair. And Becky getting a haircut. We got babies up again, Chris. Babies up. Yeah, Baby, and, it ma- and it made the baby look like the heel. Right, exactly. <laughs> you you bad. I mean, bro, Becky was trying to put her hair back in place. Yes, I, I exactly. Her, bro. I'm like, wait a minute, bro. That's somebody's mother. Right. She's trying right. to, I felt bad for Becky, bro. Yes, I, I think that that was an absolutely horrible segment. I just, I, I wasn't. I just wasn't. I just didn't like it. And you know, to you know, to purple. Uh, I just again, kudos to you, man. I'm I'm glad that you're pumped for mania. Um, I would just say, based on those all of those promos, there, nothing about those promos enticed me uh, to add another layer to the story. Like it, not none none of those promos did it for me. I think Roman's promo was good. Just for promo's sake, that promo to me didn't add any layer to the the story, not at all to me. Me neither. Edge's promo was just like, "Eh," you know, bro. I'm going to tell you, look out for this because we've talked about this. Look out for this. Um, and bro, here's another thing that nobody's talking about, and this is what really pisses me off about the dirt, the, the dirt sheet journalist media, whatever the hell they're called. This really bothers me because they don't talk about things that matter. They talk about, is Cody Rhodes showing up at WrestleMania? Bro, I watched the Stephen A. Smith uh, interview with Triple H. 
Mm-hmm. Obviously, bro, it was a very, very, very life-threatening uh, situation Triple H went through. You saw him getting very emotional and choked up. Bro, that was the Triple H I knew. That was the guy I knew. And then I, I knew this was very real. Mm-hmm. Only one thing really stinks to me that nobody's talking about, bro. So literally, Triple H is talking about being hours from death. That's what he's talking about, bro. The way he went from 40% to 30%. By the time I was there, it was 12%. So now I'm like, okay, bro, I know what Vince McMahon is. I really know. I truly know what Vince McMahon is. But you mean to tell me? Your son-in-law, the husband of your daughter, the the father of your grandchildren is literally hours from death and you are totally demolishing a company that he built, firing everybody. You're doing that while this guy's in this type of situation? Are like... Why is nobody talking about that, bro? That is insanity, Chris. Insanity. Just straight no selling the fact that his son in law is almost dead. You know what I mean? Like, let me let me add more cardiac stress on him by firing, like just pulling the rug. Right. <laughs> just how, right how out. Is, the how is though. nobody talking about that? But he, he was my original point. point. Don't don't be. Don't be surprised at this. Bro, I told you. When I saw Becky Lynch on a Stone Cold show, and I was very happy about what she said, but she basically said at the start of the promo, wrestling is not number one in my life anymore. Mm-hmm. I've got a child at home. That's mm-hmm. what's important to me. Bro, I am telling you, Vince McMahon does not want to hear that. Bro, Vince McMahon does not care about anybody's family nobody's family and bro when she said that i was like becky you've got to know better i would not be surprised bro if she gets her hair cut on monday and is getting beaten over the weekend i'm telling you bro that's how they work yeah i can see her losing to Bianca on uh, Saturday and taking a lot of time off. Yeah, I, yeah, I because because it. if she does, if she loses, if you guys think I don't know what I'm talking about, if she loses to Bianca, you have to then ask yourself the question: Why did they cut her hair? Yeah, wow. Do you think that that was a way of uh, Vince saying, "Okay, well, I'll give you a receipt on your way out." I think I, 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 bro, it's, it's, it's how they screw with people, Chris. It's mm. just how they screw with people. And, and like I said, bro, if Becky goes over at WrestleMania, then I'm wrong. But if mm. she doesn't and, and days before she's getting her hair chopped, that's a message, bro. That yeah. is a message that's being sent to you. What, what's the message, though? The message is, this company better be number one in your life. Bro, this is Vince telling me. That's hazing, Vince. This is Vince telling me to get a nanny to raise my kids. Oh. He is saying, Becky, I don't care about your kid. 
I don't care about it. Either, either this company is your life or you're going to fall just as quickly as you rose. It's that simple, uh, bro. Well, if that if that's indeed true, and I, you know, I'll take your word for it because you work with Vince for years, that is psychological hazing. Man. It is. That's, that's, it that's absolutely cool. is, bro. Absolutely. Wow. Um Next, we have I mean, Kevin bro, Owens. You, you, got, you got to remember, just to back it up again, bro, I just told you earlier in this show, freaking Rhea Ripley was driven to cut herself. Wow. I, yeah. I mean, come on, bro. Like, really? Yeah. Yeah, very true. I guess. Uh, uh, Kevin Owens cutting an earring promo. Vince, I, I've got nothing here either, other than just another week of, Kevin Owens cutting the promo. It's just just week after week after week, Owens carrying this thing to build up the big moment for Austin. And bro, I do not know creatively. I don't know why we're not using Austin. I don't know why up next we see Ricochet and Austin Theory. I don't know why we're not seeing Pat Mac. Nothing, bro. Like nothing nothing and this is the and this is the week because basically they had a smackdown raw super show tonight this is the week to see pat mcafee if you if you see they you even had cole on you know commentary and just with theory and ricochet vince i why in the world would you make ricochet the you know the intercontinental champion a few weeks ago and this right here is just as 50 50 you're not going to be above the business as it possibly can that's like randy savage winning the intercontinental championship right and then within two weeks two three weeks loses to an upstart you know uh uh lanny poffo you know what i mean like just it just and you know that's his brother but at the same time, it's like it's 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 a heel that isn't really like on the top. And I would even put Lanny Poffo over much more than Austin Theory, by the way. You know, well, but it's just but it's just like Austin Theory isn't built enough to beat the Intercontinental Champion clean. That right. just that's ridiculous. Bro, that that that, 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 that scenario you just laid out with Savage, as as you're laying that out, I'm sitting here thinking, could you imagine telling Savage that? Right. Could you imagine telling him, bro, with day of the show? What, what are we? All right, what are we doing tonight? Can you imagine laying that out to Randy Savage and him saying, "Okay, right." <laughs> I agree. I agree, hundred <laughs> percent. Like, yeah. So we're gonna have you lose tonight, yeah. clean. Yeah. You know. Uh, okay. All right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. How long's the match? Three minutes. Okay. Yeah, no problem. You know, just it makes no sense. Um, next, we have uh, we talked about Bianca Belair, the the promo. Uh, Bianca Belair looked like the heel here. I just she looked like <laughs> the heel. And bro, and here's another here's another thing that I I hate this, bro. I hate this. I hate this. I hate this. So Becky cuts her hair. We come back, and Ben Becky is doing an interview with I don't even know what that girl's name is. Do you know? I don't know, Chris. But anyway, and I'm watching this. I'm like, 
okay, Becky, you just got your hair cut in the middle of the ring. You're trying to put the hair back in place. Why isn't Becky looking for Bianca Belair? Can somebody explain to me why she isn't tearing the backstage area apart? Can somebody tell me that? Yeah, Schreiber. Thank you, Alonzo. Sarah Schreiber. I thought it was last time. Yeah, why isn't she looking for Bianca Bell? Yeah. Agreed. Uh, Again, Bianca looks like the heel here. That makes (laughs) it. I just. How are you building up the baby face on the Monday before she's grapevining her and put her in some, you know, MMA grapevine and just going to town, you know, Brutus beefcake yeah, well, right now. It's like, bro, they're doing everything to make Bianca Belair a heel, like everything, everything yeah. from the promos to the lipstick to you know, the swag to mm-hmm. she's not a baby face. She's a, yeah. I think she's a baby face in real life. Mm-hmm. She ain't a baby face here. Yeah. Yeah. She's, she's a sweetheart in real life from what I've seen. Uh, but they're, they're not translating that on the screen. That's for sure. Uh, Drew McIntyre just goes, gets booked absolutely horribly here. I mean, it just instead, like, first of all, you, you do a, you do a handicap match, a, a handicap match. With the person you're facing at WrestleMania, you're facing him on a Raw plus his protege, basically, his sidekick. And terrible booking. I I thought of you when I saw this. I said, Vince, again, yeah, how about we just take any mystique away? Like, Drew versus Corbin on paper is not a WrestleMania match. So you have to build our suspense to make it WrestleMania worthy, right? But you make it worse by having him basically uh, get beat up by Corbin right before. Now, I understand that the heel guys come up and switch. Finally, something that happened in some way, but not at the expense of like just a straight up beat down, you have to build that match up to make it relevant, to make it look like it's worth the WrestleMania. Chris, we haven't done this in a very long time. Is it time? And I hope you're prepared. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's time, ladies and gentlemen. It is time. He is back. WrestleMania, Joey. Time out. Time out, time out Joey. Time out, Joey. Now, is Purple Haze still in the room? Is Purple Haze still in the room, Chris? Is he in here, Purple? Purple? Purple, you in the room, Purple? Because, Chris, I don't know. Listen, you're getting older. Maybe your bladder isn't what it used to be. Uh, Maybe you took a bathroom break before you watched the outcome of this match. I'm always doing something while I'm watching Rob. Okay, now you're going to sit there and tell me, like Purple said, you weren't more excited about WrestleMania and looking more forward to WrestleMania when Happy Corbin stole the sword, bro. 
Oh, I did see that. I did see that. What are you looking at, Chris? When he saw that sword, I said, oh, bro, it's on now. It's on. It's on. It's on. Oh, bro, when Drew gets his hands on, happy (laughs) Corbin, baby. (laughs) Like, come on, bro. Like the lowest common denominator, Chris. Oh, he stole the sword. Oh, Back to the sword, yeah. (laughs) First it was gender. Now it's Corbin. My God, bro. Like the lowest yeah. common than now oh i gotta watch mania now i gotta watch drew get his sword back <laughs> yeah yeah this is horrible absolutely oh, over man. the sword let's put a uh, stipulation to this winner gets the sword like what a yes. horrible wrestlemania uh stipulation there uh we talked about the edge promo you have anything on that yes i do because right. this this pisses me off more than Chris. I want everybody at home and everybody in the room here to think think about what I'm saying now. You know, bro, I'm just gonna revert revert back to baseball real quick. You know, on MLB Network now they're going to all the spring training camps. Okay, Chris. So they come on camera with the announcer or the two announcers, the two interviewers, and the talent in the middle. Okay, I'm so and so, and I'm gonna I'm gonna interview Joey Votto. Um, you, you know, Lauren Zahadi. I'm gonna interview Joey Votto. We we see it. Can somebody explain to me in this world? We how a camera is on AJ Styles doing nothing. Okay, so why is the camera on AJ? He he's standing backstage doing nothing, Chris. So. Yeah. The camera's on AJ. Then the interviewer walks into the shot. Yeah. Where where does that happen? <laughs> where where bro? Everybody listening to this show, you've seen a million interviews. Yes. Where do you ever see them happen that way, Chris? You tell me, Vince. You've been back at catering. Was he contemplating what he's about to eat at catering? It just drives the laziness, the lack of creativity, setting up different shots. It drives me nuts, bro. Oh, there's no excuse for that, bro. It makes no sense. Yeah, agreed. Purple's back in the building. Five yes, dollars, purple, guys. man. When I when I say guys, when I say some of the matches, I really can care less about. Really what about the sword, purple? Purple, the sword. What about the sword? <laughs> what Agnes. about pur- purple sword? Purple sword. <laughs> pur- purple sword on a pole match, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> for, for WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we close. <laughs> we close up with uh, RK Bro versus the Usos. Um, we get interference by Street Profits. Uh, so Bianca Belair is the baby face. Who's getting to heal heal it up? And is and, and her husband, Montez Ford, is just straight healing it up at the end. And just who cares about street profits being heels, but I guess they still want to make them heels. And so we don't see any Alpha Academy, by the way. And we do see the Usos feuding with. Boogs and Nakamura, who's at common. This, this whole, it's a big cluster mess. <laughs> Lots of chaos going on here. And then at the end of buy time, I was always looking at the time. There's two minutes left. And so that's when they bought time and did the whole RKO thing, recap of WrestleMania, because 
they weren't in sync with the end. Yeah, bro, let me tell you real quick. I mean, this was, I think, the most important thing. Again, the babies were up. <laughs> and and this is this is the the last segment going to WrestleMania. The babies are up, but bro, they went home three minutes too early. Yep. Which I yep. couldn't believe. The match was over. They hit the finish. It was you know here. It was eight fifty seven. Yep. Bro, they went home way early. So now, bro, they've got three minutes. They've got to improvise. They've got yep. to do something. Now they <laughs> totally kill the street flower. Like now yeah. the babies totally yeah. wipe out the yep. heels because they went home early, bro. Yep. Yep. That's exactly what happened. I was like, oh, this is totally improvised. This this is yep. his last minute. Last oh, minute as bro. you possibly could get. They did the whole worked up to the RKO. Riddle does the whole thing with the Pittsburgh crowd. Well, what about my turn? You know, do I get my RKO too? And then boom, then the celebrate, then the recap. I'm like, man, you're trying to fill in time right uh, now, man. bro. But can you believe this was the go home segment, Chris? Right. This was. Meanwhile, Chris, you've got Brock Lesnar. And you got Roman Reigns in the same building, and this is the go home segment to WrestleMania. Yeah. This is this is it. It's not a wow. main event like the main event for night uh, for Saturday of nights. Uh, one is supposed to be the KL uh, show segment. You could have at least had you know some type of it, Austin didn't have have to be there, but you could have at least had him do some type of you know, off segment or something like that. He's cutting a promo. He does the what he does. He he cuts a promo from, you know, from, uh, 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 some, some, from, even from his ranch does, it, does the whole buggy thing, or you could have done some outside segment of, of, you know, him seeing Owens's car, him, you know, going back to a bridge, you know, and doing the whole bridge segment. You could have done so many things oh with Austin right now. Oh, so and that much. would have been much more exciting seeing an Austin promo leading into WrestleMania. But this is what we got. That's unbelievable. Uh, see, again, Chris, I'm, I'm sorry. There's no excuse for that. There, yeah. There's just no excuse. You're, you're ending the show this way. No Austin, no no Pat McAfee, uh, Lesnar, uh, Roman in the same building, yeah. no interaction. And you know what that tells me? Here's what it tells me, bro. Creatively, they don't know what to do. They're, mm. they're, they're literally creatively bankrupt that they have these elements and they don't know how to properly use them. There's no excuse, bro. I'm sorry. Mm. There's no excuse. Yeah. And they don't even do a they don't even close up with, I mean, this is basically the, the, the go home show before mania because they're doing like the battle Royal and then ricochet versus the, uh, Latin lovers, the lost Lotharios or whatever. So he loses twice. So he lost. So ricochet lost twice on SmackDown. He lost to angel, uh, Garza or angel. I think his name is now just angel. And he loses to Humberto Carrillo in order for both of them to be number one contenders uh, to his Intercontinental Championship uh, right now. So he goes from winning the title, and he wasn't even like, what happened to like wrestlers building themselves up to the Intercontinental title 
uh, you know, plateau. And then that using that as a stepping stone to become the world title. It seems like the the Intercontinental Championship is just a prop nowadays. No one's like feeling like they're inter, like they built themselves up and worked themselves up to that because you literally booked Ricochet to win at the Intercontinental Championship just for the next SmackDown to lose twice and on the following Raw lose clean. So three times in the matter of a few days. What a way to build up your champion. Same thing they did with Finn. He didn't you wouldn't even see Finn this year or this year, not this year, but this this show. And bro, you think, didn't even see Finn this show. Think about how think about how simple this is, bro. Think about how simple this is. We know brought we established Brock's in the building with the first promo. Mm-hmm. We we established Reigns is in the building. Yep. Reigns is guarded by security the entire night. Okay, yep. bro. And Lesnar's trying to get at him, cut off, cut off, trying to, you know. Bro, can somebody explain to me why Reigns isn't the last segment? Security surrounding the ring. Mm-hmm. Here comes Lesnar, lays out security, gets to range, empty the locker room, and they have extra people there tonight. Bro, I would, I would, I would empty the girls, empty yeah. the locker room, and have a massive, massive pull apart. No commentating. No nothing at. Chris, how hard is that? How hard is that to do, Chris? It's not. Jeez, it's like that would have been. If it's supposed to be the biggest WrestleMania match of all time, right? Why not close the go home show for WrestleMania with the main event of WrestleMania? At least some part of it. How hard is that? Agreed. Agreed. Well, ladies and gentlemen, what is not hard is being able to access channel attitude. Let them know, my man. Yeah, guys, we are going to be up and running shortly, man. We got a lot, a lot of product up there for you. I am going to talk about Vince's actions pertaining to uh, uh, Hunter's very critical condition. Guys, just go to uh, channelattitude.com and give us a try. Very nice, ladies and gentlemen. And some programming for, for myself. Uh, I have a just a weekly fun Q&A show uh, after uh, Unscripted called Pancakes and Power Slams. I've been doing this for 10 years now. Uh, my 10-year ten, anniversary is, is tomorrow. I've had a Pancakes and Power Slam show, 522 episodes as of tomorrow, a straight weeks. And uh, I used to do formatting and all that, but over the past couple of years, I just hang out with people and do Q&As. Uh, the whole time, so just we we have fun, just just a family type of feel, and I give my honest opinions on pro wrestling that is very similar to what you hear uh, on this show as well. So the ten year anniversary show is uh, tomorrow night, and uh, every it's interesting because uh, pancakes and power stands before unscripted was a thing. It, I used to do half hour interviews uh, every single week on. Uh, pancakes power slams uh show sports kid loved the idea uh shout out to riju by the way uh he, he loved that idea he said hey can you bring that over to sports Kita? and i said sure so 
that turned into unscripted. So that's actually the story behind unscripted. Uh, it was birthed out of pancakes and power slam show. So uh, it's, it's uh, next week. I mean, tomorrow, tomorrow night, uh, pancakes and power slams go and uh, check out the YouTube channel, go subscribe to the pancakes and power slams YouTube channel or the Facebook channel, a 10 year anniversary with this guy, Q and a Vince Russo and also magnum ta how about that that's a bat blast from the past magnum ta also having a q a session with i used both to love magnum and Vince. i used to love when nikita koloff remember nikita Kol- magnum TA. Uh, magnum magnum TA. TA. oh i used to love <laughs> i love magnum TA. Magnum TA. <laughs> i love i used to love that bro Bro, did you yes, see what I'm going to tell everybody and then, and then I'll let you guys go. Guys, if you want to see one of the greatest moments in the history of wrestling, go on YouTube, especially since Chris is going to have Magum TA. And Chris, you got to talk to him about this when you, when you have him on the show. They did a contract signing and it was a contract signing between Magum TA and Nikita Koloff. Mm-hmm. Nikita Koloff brought Uncle Ivan to the oh, contract wow. signing. Do you know who Magnum P- T.A. brought? Who did he bring? His mother. Bro, <laughs> the, the greatest piece of television you will ever see anywhere. you got to ask Magnum about that. I'm telling you guys, watch it before Chris's show. It's the greatest piece of wrestling history you'll ever see, bro. You heard it here, ladies and gentlemen. Watch the the uh yes. where can you YouTube it at? Or you just YouTube what? Just YouTube uh I, I would say YouTube uh Nikita Koloff, uh Magnum TA uh contract, contract signing money. with yeah. Magnum's mother. With Magnum's mother, there you go. Yes. So you got Uncle Ivan. Well, I've got my mother, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. How about awesome. that? Yes. All right, it's gonna be fun. Uh, and then tomorrow we got Marty the Moth on uh, uh, unscripted, so go check that out. Love He's a cool PMD dude. I know time. Marty. Marty's a nice, nice heck yeah. of a guy, bro. Heck of mm-hmm. a guy. Yep, he is a cool being. So he will be on unscripted tomorrow night, and then right after that, hop over to Pancakes and Power Slams with the Magnatia and Vince Russo, ladies and gentlemen. Actually, I sp- uh, last year I spoke to Nakita. He's actually a pretty nice He's guy. great, too, man. He's a great yeah, dude, yeah. man. Yes, indeed. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to head on out of here. Uh, this is Vince Russo. I'm Dr. Chris. This is Leeds in a Raw. And you guys have a good evening. Or I'll get out of here.